Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 574 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined once again by Stephen Kyle Brackey. No Ben Askren today. He is somewhere between Wisconsin and Singapore. He could be in Qatar. Uh, that's a big, big range. It's a big range. I, d- I don't even have it narrowed down to a continent at this point, but he's definitely not here. And so... We brought on our man JD Raider, who who is uh, maybe he's the bad boy. He's got uh, he's got bracky huffing stuff before the show. These <laughs> ammonia salt tablets, uh, very legal. It's very legal. It's it's not bad, kids. I guess I would never do it because it just looks. Look at just watch the video I just tweeted and look at Bracky's face and think: Do I want to look like that? Do I want to experience that? And, it's it's a good feeling though. Yeah, it's good. It just hits you hard at first. Yeah, yeah, but then it's good. Then you're ready? Yeah. It's like drinking a gallon of water and then chewing a whole pack of ice gum, mint ice gum, but in your nose, in your brain. <laughs> Is that what it's like? But in your brain. Okay. Uh, so there's no seamless transition from, from you know, ice gum to, to wrestling, but we're going to really try. So we've got some registration news with U23s and juniors that we're very excited about. One, Austin DeSanto. Actually, the Hawkeyes are coming. They're going to be coming in full yeah. force to U23s and juniors. Um, I don't know if we have that complete list that we could we could pull up. Uh, Bracky gave me the one finger, which was the international for symbol symbol for hold, please. So pointer finger, that one. The finger. pointer finger, yes. <clears throat> for those listening, we don't give the middle finger here at Flow Sports, <laughs> at least on FRL. Uh, <laughs> the U23 Hawkeyes will be Nelson Brands, seventy-nine kilos. Uh, Tony Cassiope, Aaron Costello, Austin DeSanto in at 61, Carter Happel 65, Tristan McDonald, uh, Max Murin 65, Jacob Warner 92, Miles Wilson, Caleb Young at 70, and Jeremiah Moody at 74. The junior Hawkeyes, Gabe Christensen 92, Zach Glazer 92, Pat Kennedy 79, uh, Charles Matthews 57, Brettley Reyna 70 kilos, Colin Trever 57. Cabe Cybrick. How do you say that, JD? You don't know him. I thought he was an Iowa kid. Yeah. 65, Jesse Ibarra, 57. Jesse Ibarra. I want yeah. to see him again. Uh, Christensen's really solid, too. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen much of him. Fargo champ. Freshman. Very high on him. Nice. All right, JD Rayner, big Christensen fan. So they're coming. Austin DeSanto obviously elicits a, a great deal of curiosity because he's, well, one. He's Austin DeSanto, and he's just an interesting wrestler. But two, he's relatively new to freestyle. At least if I say new, I mean we didn't really see him wrestle in high school or college up until two weeks ago when he wrestled Bryce Meredith. And Bryce Meredith, at least from the looks of it, really took advantage of that freestyle and experience, scored a lot off exposures, chest wraps, stuff like that. So is this DeSanto... Just trying to get matches, mm-hmm. or is this him actively trying to get better at freestyle? I think maybe it's probably just matches, but it is interesting. He's going to have to, you know, improve upon those positions. You can't just hold on to a single leg or a, a leg and freestyle and expect not to get exposed. Yeah. So I think, I mean, here, here, just visualizing Austin's like path. I can't see a scenario where he graduates from Iowa and just like, okay, I'm done wrestling, right? Gonna go be yeah. a teacher now. Yeah, I'm gonna go just coach. I mean, he could do that, <laughs> and I'm sure it'd be fine. But I don't see the competitive flames being extinguished when he's just because he graduates, right? Therefore, a transition to freestyle seems very natural. Yeah. Yes, and therefore, this is about that, not just. But I mean, obviously, getting matches is important and something he's trying to do, but. Uh, I think freestyle is going to be in, in Austin's future uh, at some point. It's going to be a huge focal point for him. So I think it makes a ton of sense for him to start entering these tournaments. And he's entering a weight where there, there's a lot of really good competition. Um, Lamont's in there. Uh, Mickey Phillippe's in there. Uh, Ian Parker, Josh Kramer. All guys. Ian Parker. Yeah, guys with freestyle experience too. Josh, Josh Kramer's really good at freestyle. Yes, that could take advantage of that freestyle inexperience. And, you know, might 
not be as good at oak style, but if you can get on top and work your parterre or use a head pinch to rack up several head pinches, that's huge in freestyle. Yeah, I, I think for, for Austin, when you watched him wrestle folk style, guys his size, and I bring that up because I thought Meredith was just so much bigger than yes. him. Um, he moves people his size around the mat, and I think on freestyle that obviously has bigger ramifications because, one, you get a point when the guy's back straight out of bounds. Two, guys are not going to back straight out of bounds. They're going to fire off attacks, which he's got great go-behinds, short offense. So I think there's a lot of elements of Austin's game that translate perfectly to freestyle. Um, His dump? Yeah. It's, That's could, great in could, freestyle. Could, could be four, right? So uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch him. And then we also had a, a registration from someone we talked about a lot on the show yesterday, A.J. <laughs> Ferrari. Entered at 92 kilograms. He answered Ben's wishes. Ben told him, just enter. He entered. <clears throat> now it's up to Gable to cut down to 92 <laughs> kilograms. 92 kilos. And um, we'll have the match. Uh, so that's exciting. But, of course, that won't happen. But, I mean, we're going to have Rocky Elam, who just had a great senior nationals. Um, took fifth. Placed fifth. Who, who, I know he beat McFadden. Who else did he beat there? He, he beat s- several really legit dudes. Yeah, 86 was pretty good. I can't believe um, he uh, placed ahead of um, Lujan, who's entered at um, U23s now. I'm looking so it up here. U23s actually really picked up yesterday. Yeah, everyone's... everyone's Rocky uh, Elam beat Max Dean, Brett Farr, CJ Brucky, and David McFadden. Dude! Losses to Nate Jackson and Trent Hydley. That is fantastic. Yeah. Wait, one more Elam's time? legit. Tino Max Dean, Tino Brett Farr, Tino CJ Brucky, and uh, one on criteria against David McFadden for fifth. He tinoed Max Dean. Yes. And Farr. Yes. Oh my gosh, he's gonna win. Is, is Ferrari gonna beat him? <clears throat> no. No. It has been declared. We don't really know. We have no idea how how good uh, AJ Ferrari is at this point. That's the thing. Like we haven't seen him wrestle a match of note. Of uh, note. Yeah, there were some Oklahoma duels he wrestled in this summer, but yeah. someone on a high level in so long, uh, you know, since January of 2019, a year and a half, 18 months. That's a long time. Yeah. But with John Smith saying that he's going to be the guy at 97, barring injury, mm-hmm. I put a lot of stock into that. Absolutely. Saying that. Okay, he's he's doing well. <laughs> he's got to be doing well because that means they're not considering gear up there uh, who would be obviously quality, even though he was a much better 84-pounder than 97. And there were some other weights. John Smith said, this guy or this guy, this mm-hmm. or this, we're considering this. At 97, it was Ferrari unless he's hurt. Yeah, and, you know, we had – what event even was it? I don't even recall. I think maybe who's number one, but someone was saying that he's doing really well in the room, that Trevor, Master Giovanni, was doing really well in the room. Take that for what it's worth. Um, but better to be looking good in the room than not good in the room, right? Yes. Um, and they're freshmen. And then apparently Plot is also doing fantastic, which I think comes to surprise no one. Um, just watching him wrestle. I was, I was always really high on him, and I think, I think he's going to be a really fun guy to watch. And I think at Oklahoma State, just his – how proficient he was coming in as as a leg attacker, he's only going to get better there. So, um, is he registered? No, unfortunate. Uh, Whitcraft Wick, is, but he's pretty much the only other OSU guy besides Ferrari. So it, it's kind of interesting why are these two guys doing it and not others? But is Plot did did Plot not have a suffer an injury? He didn't wrestle his senior year. Yeah, correct. Also, knee. Luke Serber. Is entered. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, exciting on the entry front there for U twenty three. I mean, it's going to be a bananas weekend for us because we got you're going you and Spay. I leave tonight oh for my Omaha. Well, safe travels to you. Um, Thank you. Back to your not native lands, but close where you yeah. spent your college years. And then Spay, you and Spay are just the duo. You go to Super Thirty Two. You go to Myrtle Ocean Beach. City. Yeah, we were the Beach Myrtle, Boys. Beach Boys. Spay and <laughs> Spay and Raider. And Myrtle then the, Beach. Then we both worked 
worked here in Austin at the event. Then we went to Ocean City for NHSCAs. Now we're going to Omaha. Omaha, and we're steak boys. Okay. Yes. They're, they're known Omaha for steaks. The, they're known for their steaks. And he has a mustache now as well. Yeah, we're is, the is mustache he, boys. Is he copying you? It's kind of weird because really, I would never say that, but some people he are should saying be your, that. He should be your... You should be emulating him, but it, it appears you're having a great impact on, on Spay's We, we both, uh, it's a give and take. We rub off on each other. I need to see Spay in a shirt like this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go to a, uh, I don't know, where'd you get that? Cabela's? Uh, I'm not sure where I got it. Probably hand me down. Yeah. If, you, <laughs> if Spay started wearing this with his mustache, we'd have to call him Big Tex. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'd have, we, we'd have no other choice. Uh, okay, so, hey, 65 looking really strong at both... Uh, at both juniors and U23s. For juniors, Cody Chinnam, Josh Saunders, Victor Voinovich, <clears throat> Anthony Ferrari, Legend Lamer, and Joey Zargo. Um, JD, Bracky, some thoughts on this one? Uh, it's like 65 juniors is probably the weight of the weekend in Omaha. Obviously, all these guys you just left off, listed off are awesome. Chittum, he like... After his who's number one performance, and then he goes and beats Kyle Valencia Crazy. last weekend. Like, yeah. it just ride this Cody Chinnam train in his last couple of years of high school. Like, now the ceiling, mm-hmm. like, his projection is through the roof. Also, Julian Klebo, Jesse Vasquez, Cam Robinson, and Deshaun Farber. Uh, Robinson and Farber are two Pennsylvania guys. Uh, Robinson's now a freshman at Iowa State. Um, Deshaun Farber, uh, Pennsylvania high school kid, and other guys to keep your eyes on. Uh, but I am very excited for this weight. Who's your pick? Pick? Yeah. Uh, Saunders got to be the favorite on paper, right? Yeah, I'd probably go Saunders. Uh, I want to pull trigger on Chittum. I like Cody Chittum a lot. But if I'm making a pick, I'll probably play it safe with Saunders. I think what what I like about Saunders is I know for a fact he's really good on top with a gut wrench. Yeah, he's yes, th- that can be such a difference he's maker. He's also a guy. Cody Chittum will have to go out and beat Josh Saunders. Josh Saunders is not going to beat himself. Yes, and I can see. I mean, we also haven't seen Saunders since he's been on <clears throat> campus at Cornell. No, he may be studying uh, too hard. That's true. I was gonna I was gonna go the other way and say maybe he's gotten a lot better training with guys like Yanni. That doesn't really. But that doesn't maybe really he has just had his nose in the books. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good point there for sure. I feel like Chidham, all his aggression and, and like how hard he wrestles, in uh, maybe, and he's still coming up. Right. It'll bite him in some matches. Ultimately, it's going to be what makes him great. Well, it ha- it had bought him. Uh, Previously, to who's number one? Like he had taken losses. Mm-hmm. He he went like one and two at Ironman. Yeah, that was crazy, or something like that. Which is crazy to look back now. It seems like he's really kind of finding himself um, and hitting his stride now. But that it it kind of come back to bite him in several matches prior to who's number one. Yeah, speaking of Saunders, we talked about what a nice win it was for Etchemendia over Saunders. Remember, Saunders has senior-level wins over Dom Demas, Nick Dardanes, and Joey Laser. Yeah. He did that while he was in high school. Uh, <clears throat> Chidholm's kind of up and down is why he went out and majored Henson uh, at Beast of the East and then was actually ranked behind him at who's number one. Right, right. Um, what? How much – I mean, I thought Voinovich looked really good at, at uh, who's number one. I'm curious how much um, – you know, I I loved his folk style top game. He's obviously had some success. Ferrari in versus Chittum would be an all out brawl that I very much hope happens. Oh, you're just gonna you're just gonna plow over my Voinovich point here I'm trying to make. <laughs> yes. Are you are you locked in here, buddy? <laughs> uh, what, what kind of a run do you think uh, Victor could make at, at 65? I think he could make a great run. I, I mean, people are gonna say. Voinovich maybe relies too much on riding legs and his top game. Uh, but I think that is just so good that people underestimate his neutral abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, he is still a very much all-around solid wrestler. That's we, my thing. He's like a little Saunders-esque on, on his yes. feet. Like, his position is really tight. His leg attacks are really crisp, and he finishes really efficiently, which obviously translates really well in in freestyle for sure. So. I think 
he's probably not as freestyle versed as um, Saunders is. I mean, he's unquestionably not, but I really like his game. I'm excited to watch him in this in this field. Uh, but to your point, yes, Chittum versus Ferrari will be the brawl of the century of the week if they somehow yes. hit. I would anticipate several blood time stoppages. Yeah, in that match, <laughs> and several uh, official warnings for for running you out of bounds <clears throat> to the boards, possibly. I, no, just the clubs it's <laughs> and gonna, the clubs. Yes. It's going to be. Here's what's going to happen. Chidum's going to do what he does every single match and club the crap out of someone's head, and they'll either let it go or they won't, and then they'll get mad like Frank Molinero. We get guys every mad, and then ever. boom, and then like AJ or Anthony will just like retaliate and have like one where he just pulls it back a little bit, and the ref will have to say, yeah, yeah, one of these guys." Jim doesn't care. Go watch this match with Kyle from this weekend. He looked got around the face, <laughs> smacked him upside the neck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, his his hand fighting is is unreal. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Uh, okay, sixty five U twenty threes. We got Harold Brock Mahler. Um, we just call him Brock, though. I did not even know that his first name was actually Harold. Yeah. You look like you could be a Harold, actually, right yeah, now. Yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> you look way more like a Harold than a JD. Max Murin, Dom Demas in the mix there at 65. Uh, any other notable? Uh, those are the big three. I know Happel's also in um, a couple other Division One guys. Um, but these are definitely the three that... Most likely are going to be competing for the top spot. Nice. Yeah. I think you've probably favored Demas in that mix. He's <clears throat> mo- proven no, I was thinking senior. Really? Man, yeah. didn't, didn't Demas have a really nice run at senior nationals last year? And, I mean, Dom Demas, talking about a guy versus in freestyle, he's number one freestyle and Greco. But, uh, I don't know, Max Mirren is just – Looked really solid lately. No, no, no question. And Mirren beat um, beating McKee is definitely notable in freestyle, where McKee's probably McKee's best style, I would say. But man, Demas is just his ability to go feet to back is insane. Did not have a good run at senior nationals in twenty nineteen. One and two. Okay, who are the two? Uh, the aforementioned Josh Saunders and then Ben Wentford. Two goats, in my opinion. <laughs> ben Whitford's awesome. Listen, Ben Whitford's amazing. He uh, he kind of made a little run there. Okay, not great. So we'll see with with Demas. He'll still be my pick. So you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Right. Put some push-ups on it. Ah, uh, okay, but you don't get the field. You, okay. You get Murin. Okay, I'll take Murin. Put fifty on it. Okay. <clears throat> All right, dude. To, for the gains. Fifty. <laughs> It's a win-win in my book. Gains o'clock. Gains o'clock is upon us. Okay. Um, So that's that. Any other U23 slash junior notes before we get into some other notable news? No. um, I think we kind of hit on. I wish Ferrari was wrestling U23 so we could get a potential matchup with. Yes, with ladies man Jacob Warner. I know. But. Ladies, he is going juniors. So who's in? Uh, who else is at ninety two at U twenty threes? Jake Woodley, Traxler. Nathan Traxler, Nino Bonacorsi, Cordano Fleet. So ninety two, pretty pretty solid. That's crazy legit. I want to see Noah Adams and Jacob Warner wrestle as well. Why isn't uh? Why isn't Jacob going nine seven? No, Adams is in a nine seven. Nine seven. He's not that big. I don't think Warner's. Well, ninety two kilograms is like around two hundred pounds. Ninety. Probably the perfect weight. Get swole, dude. <laughs> you uh, get swole, Bracky. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I am swole. Look at me. <laughs> Have you? It's, it's, it is crazy the um, how deep 92 is compared to 97. Norfleet is. I mean, you guys know I'm kind of like I have I have a few blind spot wrestlers. <laughs> one of them being Cordell Norfleet. Uh, but I'm just saying, watch out. Watch out. I think he's unbelievable. Like you got all those. Top guys that you just list off in of 92, and then 97 is Noah Adams and Tanner Sloan, pretty much. Right. But, yeah. So, 92, U23s, keep an eye on that. Heavyweight's um, also going to be pretty nice. Thomas, Wood, Gremmel, old, uh, bigger Elam, Cassiope. So. Yeah, that's going to be really tough. Brian Andrews is a top 20 guy. Mm-hmm. John Borst. 
Big shout, John. How Boris. can you forget John? Sharando, Virginia. You don't even know anything about that. Nothing. Dude. He knows nothing. You don't even about know it. where that is. I don't know about Virginia. Not a Virginia man. Boone McDermott. Um, he's an Iowa guy, right? Yeah. JD. Just uh, I think he was JUCO national champ, wasn't he? For Iowa Transferred Central. to uh, Rutgers. Rutgers. Sean Streck in oh. for the Cowboy RTC. Although still not on the Oklahoma State roster. I don't. It sounds like a second semester acquisition <clears throat> there. Okay. If they get him, that. I, I like Streck. I think he's really I do too. good. Yeah. I think he could uh I mean he's been it seems like he's been in Stillwater for a while. Like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we were talking about him <laughs> at Oklahoma State last The wait, Iowa duel. He was there. He was there. Yeah. Okay. He he was there at the Iowa duel in twenty was that nineteen? Nineteen. My gosh. That's when I called in that radio station. Remember? Yeah. That was I wild. Do. <laughs> anyway. Um, fun times. So, oh, kind of speaking of uh, juniors and U twenty threes. Happy National Signing Day to all the kids signing their NLIs today. Okay. Yeah. Just said no. You'll see. Yeah, yeah, you'll probably see a bunch of uh, schools putting out the graphics because they can finally talk about these kids now that they've signed on the dotted line. Uh, this class of twenty twenty one, and they can do that now till like August or so. So. Also, happy, maybe more importantly, Veterans Day. Um, thanks to all of you out there that served this great land. We're very fortunate and thankful. Um, okay. Hey, UWW, kind of a change-up, a little plot twist. Now going to have an individual World Cup. I don't know what exactly that means. Um, JD, your kind of interpretation was, like, they want to do something, but they understand that, like, Yes, it won't have the prestige of a of a world championships, but they still want to do something, right? So like, they want to base as many world class competitors as they can, which also I believe is why they have some prize money. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head, uh, but so they're enticing whoever wants to come or can come to come. I don't know exactly what this format is going to look like um, or anything. <clears throat> like that but they realize hey japan united states did not come in we set a criteria we didn't get um the percentage of teams we wanted so it's basically here's an open um this is the way i kind of interpreted it of still some of the top guys in the world i don't know exactly like do they are they assigning teams like random guys to random teams or maybe still countries to teams. Well, I, and it's got to be. It's got to be countries, right? I mean, they're they're not going to allow multiple entries from different nations, are they? Yeah, but I mean, what if a country doesn't bring a full lineup? Like, Cuba only it. sends a couple well, guys or something like mm-hmm. that. Or and then do you jumble together a team of random misfits? Or but no, why call it an individual? I don't think there's going to be a team component. That's my thought. And why like, call it a cup? Because it's like a pool play thing. I think maybe they're not okay. going to have an individually bracketed tournament. Maybe there's going to be like two pools of four or three or four pools of four. I don't know. And do it like that. I don't I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. But that's kind of what I visualized when I hear individual World Cup, like pool play and then finals matches. I don't know. Much like the actual wrestling World Cup. Winner gets $10,000, by the way. 10 G's, and then I think you get there's payouts for more than just the. It just says the event will include a prize pool of oh, yeah, 300,000 spread evenly across the 30 weight categories. So if you don't win, you get no dollars and no cents. I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's, that's still really good incentive for, for the elite to enter. And I assume um, Russia will still probably send their full lineup they're still in full training camp swing right now so how do you know that i follow many of them on instagram ah the russians big instagram they love the gram they love the gram yes provide phenomenal content if you do not follow the russian national team restag had a great highly recommend they had a great video uh them training in the mountains and playing. Ivan just posted video on Twitter of Sajulayev <laughs> wrestling Krugliev, who is the 86 
I beat him four to two, and then someone else who I do not remember, um, but he ten zeroed him. So he does that. Uh, okay, so want to talk a little bit about the the Saturday event? Uh, JB's a heat. Oh, we have a video. I really want to watch this video. Does Tyler have it ready? Uh, oh, there it is. I think JB gets him. I don't think JB would have taken the match if he didn't think he could win. I mean, I I I feel like he. You know, we'll tiptoe around, and he'll. You know, he's wrestled the heat before uh, in practice, and he thinks he can beat him. And you know, we'll see. The heat as a as a in competition is a little bit different than uh, than in practice. Just like everyone is, right? I'm not I'm not blind to the idea that great competitors are great competitors, and you know, they always seem to find a little bit extra when when it's relative to practice. So. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be a cool match, but I think I think Jordan's probably going to beat him. Okay. Do you think, even though he insists that he's staying at 74, that if this is Jordan testing the waters of these things? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually the weight cut's really hard on him. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard on him. Um, and you know, there's been some controversy there, where he has maybe tip the scales one way or another but maybe I mean he can he can test the waters up there I don't know I mean he was called out David I think um, and they were back and forth and I think they were trying to get a match but I don't know if it's happening um, David wants it to happen I, I mean just following him and you know he, he called me about wrestling and his event with uh, with Gabe um, but yeah I, I don't know maybe what would that mean for you if he decide if in a, in a weird world he decides to either go 79 or sit there or 86? Whatever way he goes, I'll go. You're just going to chase him? I'm going to chase him. Why? Just because. I'm 1-7 right now. I feel like it's not even, that's, not, that's not an accurate picture of, of where I'm at and where our, where our rivalry is at. Like, yeah, okay, 1-7. But the circumstances for me, obviously, I weren't perfect, and they're never going to be perfect. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, you know, we wrestled one match where you know, it was even. We both went through a tournament and ended two-two, and you know, it's that's not good enough for me. So, I'm gonna, hopefully, he keeps wrestling. Hope he keeps wrestling. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I was told what was in this video, but I hadn't seen it until right now. I had no idea that he said he will go whatever weight Jordan Burroughs goes. That is pure lunacy. <laughs> and somewhere, David Taylor is like, what the heck? Let's not forget, <laughs> Cal Dake beat Jaden Cox and David Taylor 86 kilograms. Yes. In 2016. This all happened. This all happened. There's there's records of this. Yes. Okay. So a lot God, to unpack. I didn't even think there. about David. David's probably like, "Are you kidding me, dude?" Kyle, <laughs> we did a whole thing about we're this. Fr we're friends now. I just Remember? called, tried to get you on this wrestling card. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So think about a bracket with Burroughs, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, Dake. and Dake. Yeah. What if Jane Cox is like, "Screw it, I'm coming down." <laughs> um. Okay. So one. This now seems like small potatoes, but Dake thinks that, that Jordan will win the match. That's very interesting. Um, but the that he thinks he's legitimately I mean, there's get there's momentum here of people thinking that he may change weight classes. I still am in the camp I that's unthinkable to me. I still can't get there. Yeah, I don't see it. Happening. Well Dake didn't say that. He just said if he goes up. If he goes up, I'm going up. I know, I know, but... He didn't say he thought it was going to happen. No, no, I know that, but he also sort of, he wasn't overly dismissive of it. But the, I, I had no idea it was that for, I had, I was like, it, when Mike asked that question, I was like, he's not changing, he's a 74, he finally can go 74. Then he said that, I'm like, what? That's crazy. And also, what makes that sort of, crazy to me is that Dake has gone up away from Jordan on multiple occasions, right? So the fact that he would then 
chase him when he has, you know, avoided his weight class for, I don't know, what a, a large portion of that is the whole sit-out ordeal. Jake has been very vocal about not liking that and discussing how much of a disadvantage he believes it to be. And sure. that's kind of why he went up and he talked about how the one time that they both had to go through the tournament. This is so personal for Kyle Dake. Like, it's insane. He wants to beat Jordan so bad. It's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, well, also, I think Dake 100% planned on going 74 the year he won his second title if he had not gotten hurt. I know. I know he. I know that he said that. Um, I, I'm. I'm sure it's true, and it makes sense. But he didn't. Um, right. And also, wouldn't Jordan be sitting out at 86 or no? Uh. Well, I mean, it, it depends on depends on the Olympics, right? Yeah. If how he if he medal. Right. No, I'm saying he goes 86 for the Olympic oh, trials. For the Olymp- no. I, oh, I don't think anyone thinks that's happening, do they? Yeah. No, I think we're ta- discussing next. Yeah, time. I thought we were talking about after the Olympics. Okay, I didn't. Oh, I I very much think if he changes weights, it's going to be after the Olympics. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. So why test the waters now? I don't know. I don't think he wants to wrestle anyone uh, who will propose a real challenge at 74 this close to Olympic trials. Okay. But yeah, I think... I th- but he still wants to have a legit challenge in front of him, mm-hmm. but one that could... It, it doesn't necessarily favor Jordan Burroughs to wrestle Kyle Dake or Imar right now. It you know it only gives them another look at Burroughs. Yeah, you up know to the Olympic trials. And while we're in that vein of giving guys looks, I, I I don't know if we talked about this with the whole Metcalf film, but Metcalf talking very specifically about like I beat Doug Schwab because I wrestled him in the room every day and I knew exactly what he was going to do in yes. different different positions. So you know sometimes that's a thing that's like sort of discounted or whatever. Um, or debated maybe like how much does letting a guy wrestle give give them a real advantage, but um, you know, I thought it was interesting that Brent mentioned that as that's been such a topic of discussion with Jordan and, and Kyle. Also, there was so much gold from that interview. Uh, how about him with the weight thing? Talking about Jordan, uh, the same thing Imar did the other day. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jordan Burroughs made weight. Yeah. Um, I know it's just interesting that well, I mean, he kind of just piggybacking off what Imar said. He's gonna, yeah. Remember, th- we've got a man trying to stab the bear currently. Yeah, admittedly, stab. That's a good stab. That's a good good poke. Um, and throwing a little fire on that, I think is, I I mean, it could go one of two ways, right? With me, I'm thinking that's not advisable, but. Um, I personally would not want to make Jordan Burroughs angry. I think we all think it would not. It's not advisable, <laughs> but uh, we're also not Kyle Dake. We are not. We are very much not Kyle Dake, and um, I think the way he's wired is what makes him special. And the conclusions this, he reaches are. And know, I love this confidence coming from him. Yeah, like just saying that I don't care what weight. Like I'll go there and I'll beat you. I love it. Yeah. Well. Um, we are here for it. And, and it makes me like, like you said, on paper, like one in seven, you're like, okay, well, Burroughs. But then I see this stuff and I'm kind of like, eh, this know. happens every, it happens they every re- time. They haven't wrestled in a while. He's gotten a lot better. He's confident. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. We talked about this in the, <laughs> at um, length in the doc we did on it. This is what happens every single time we go into the match. It's like, oh, Kyle Diggs coming, this Kyle time, Diggs coming. And then there's like, there's a point in the match that could have swung at Diggs' way, but it didn't doesn't quite fall that way. Or Jordan makes it happen at the end or whatever. And Jordan's the one getting his hand raised. I feel like this rivalry has reached a new echelon. Well, obviously the FRL thing certainly helped. But the <laughs> the uh, it was just kind of like, quietly understood yeah they probably don't like each other much just because how you're, you're not gonna like someone that right that has kept you off but it's but it was never more than that right i was never i never thought 
Jordan really doesn't like Kyle or Kyle really doesn't like Jordan. I thought, and, and yeah, I'm sure they do respect each other, but there's a lot more vitriol and animosity animosity there than I think I realized up until that, uh, FRL and then beyond it's, it it has not quelled. It has only been, um, exacerbated. So (laughs) I listen, all the, the best thing for, for wrestling fans is that we get this match again because I can't, I can't wait. Um, so a lot to be excited about there. That was a, what a gift that was. Thank you, Mike Malinconico. I didn't even know. I feel like, listen, you don't even know, bro. as you guys, if you guys drop something that hot on the site and don't tell me I'm mad at you. <laughs> you got to tell me when Kyle Diggs says those things. Okay. Or if you get some, some that fire like that, um, cause I don't get to see it all. That's, that's incredible. Okay. Um, I cannot wait for Olympic trials. Sorry, oh my gosh. continue. I just, no, no. I think about it frequently. I do too. Well, <laughs> we were deprived uh, last year, right? And but we would have already seen these two wrestle. It would have possibly happened. maybe two or three times. Someone would have won the Olympics for America. I believe it, but um, didn't happen. So hopefully soon. Very hopeful. Um, couple other things. Hey, one other thing. Well, we're on the Zahid Burroughs topic. So yesterday when we were talking about, okay, visualizing how could Zahid win? He's the underdog here. How could he do it? And it's like, all right, strike early, do these things, um, you know, hold him off at the end, be bigger, be stronger, right? You're the bigger guy. You're the bigger athlete. Make that a part of it. Um, surprise him with your speed. And I was very dismissive of parterre for Zahid. And I was like, if anyone has a parterre advantage, it's going to be Jordan. And then total recency bias. I'm watching some more Zahid stuff and re-remembering, okay, this guy gut-wrenched Erden. who is a silver medalist. Who's a world silver medalist. He gutted Daringer, who... Three-time NCAA champion, uh, Dan Hodge, award winner. Dan Hodge. (laughs) No one in the history of the Hodge Trophy has ever called it the Dan Hodge Trophy. So I I appreciate that. Um, So... This so and that was in Zahid's last competition or one of his last competitions, and him gutting Daringer is, is very telling of your parterre offense. So and he's had months to focus on freestyle now. Now, re- reattack myself here. Jordan Burroughs basically never gets turned parterre. However, re reattack. He actually got gutted at the 2019 Worlds, which I don't think I had ever seen in my life. And re re reattack. He is now up 20 pounds. Will that make a difference? Yeah, I don't know. Bigger gut. Could that help? <laughs> it's a bigger gut to gut. Well, I mean, I'm just saying he is going to be stronger, more powerful than most of the people Jordan has wrestled in his career. Yes, not Godoyev. Yeah, that Godoyev, dude, not Godoyev. What the heck is that guy? Oh, man. Um, so that's that's. I just think that's an interesting thing to just kind of bank away. And the way he hit it on Ringer, it was really it was just a quick transition take down right to a turn really hard. It was kind of a lower gut, which was a low gut that, that turned Jordan. But it was like a tricky gut. If you remember at Worlds, it was like he was kind of like going one way and then the other, and it wasn't like a powerful like Sajulayev rib liquefier, Dan Dennis. It was it was a different different sort if of If one thing. of these guys is able to get a turn, it that could be a huge game changer, especially, yeah. you know, maybe right into it, pick up one or two turns. Yeah, that's that's huge. Well, when when you factor in that these guys are so elite uh, defensively, right? They're going to be hard to take down, and it's going to be maybe a lot of ones. I, I don't know. So you figure you get a turn, and all turns are two. That's that could be absolutely massive for, for this match. And yeah, to your point, if they can turn takedowns into turns, I mean, if they're on top, they got a takedown, right? In in all likelihood, so they're. That Parter could absolutely be a, a huge factor here, or it could be a non-factor. I still am leaning. No one's getting turned here, but I wanted to maybe adjust I my would previous. Not be surprised if we see a Burrows double or reattack right into a lace. He is so. He is the best wrestler I have ever seen at that transition. From leg attack to lace. Yes. Yeah. It is seamless. Well, he can, and he can do it from. Um, like a low level, just like a straight single. He can do it from his double. He, he It's not just like a single to a lace. 
that you normally see. He can he can transition from various attacks. Just look at and like I think it speaks to Jordan as well. How good James Green has also gotten at it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's largely he hit it on Deacon. He hit it on Ashnall. That's largely a Jordan Burrow slash Nebraska training influence. Has to be. Yeah, I'm sure it's a huge impact there. Okay, so excited for that. Uh, just want to introduce that angle as well. It is National Signing Day, as was mentioned. So if you're on if you're on Twitter, you're going to see a lot of those popping up. I saw Virginia Tech was. Was up and at it early this morning. Yeah, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, been up and at it early with uh, some serious hammers coming into the ACC. Yeah, Chittum. Um, nope. Cooper Flynn, not Chittum. Oh, yeah, Cooper Flynn. Sorry. Cooper Flynn, Trey Cobb um, for Virginia Tech. And then I saw uh, Lachlan McNeil and Caden uh, McCrary for North Carolina. Got it, got it, it, got it. It's always interesting to see if there's someone who does. verbal that does not. Hmm. Sign there in LI. That's always interesting. One thing I want to backtrack just a little bit. Um, uh, Adam Feller set me up. The Mark Perry aspect also makes this a little interesting. If he can game plan for Burroughs. Did you see the clip and um, we put up on the site and it goes, how do you prepare for Jordan Burroughs? You say you got to go through hell? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty legit. And, you know, that's something – Thinking about like back to the Imar Perry days, like something they just they just, they're you know tireless work and whatnot. I, yeah, I think that's a factor, and I think we've seen over the years Mark Perry pours his energy into athletes at like kind of specific it ones, pays off. right? And it pays off. You saw what you know Imar was, Jesse Delgado, um, Gilman, you know, seemed to do really well under him. So. Uh, I, I think an athlete likes Zahid, and I, I think they're I think they're a great pair. So curious. I mean, I don't think we'll see any major technical um, changes from Zahid, right. but I do think he's going going to go into that match super well prepared, as prepared as you can be to wrestle. You guys, Jordan, right? Talked a little bit about it yesterday, but it's like, how do you game plan for somebody like Jordan Burroughs? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never been uh, – it may surprise some of you guys. No one's ever asked me to help with that. <laughs> Rob Cole hasn't hit me up. you like, yeah, let me pick your brain here. Um, I, but I don't know. I mean, I just think from a mentality standpoint, I think you need to be, you need to be assertive and offensive. And if you, if you hang back, I don't, I don't think that's a recipe to do it. Zahid said he plans on coming after him and shooting a lot, correct? Yeah. What, Did yeah. I – Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard him say that in an interview. Yeah, I think he needs to. I mean, if you start to betray you, who you are as a as a wrestler, I think you're you're only going to lose. You have to lean into your strengths, right? I think that's – I could say that pretty accurately, right? Like you're not going to want to, okay, I'm Zahid. I shoot 700 times a match. Now I'm going to really get calculated and pick my spots. That doesn't make any sense. I feel like that's almost the way to beat Jordan though. Because that's what Sidikoff did? Yeah, and that's what uh, like Gomez does. You know, oh, that's gosh. just to keep it close. But Franklin Gomez, they do that, and then don't get taken down at Maybe. the buzzer. Maybe it is the thing. Maybe you just stall. And Burroughs knows that Jordan fires off a lot of attacks, and he thinks that's what he's going to do. He said in his interview because he said, "Yeah, but my reattacks are the best." So mm-hmm. if so I, if I, Burroughs doesn't plan on coming out and being assertive and going after takedowns frequently, maybe the game plan is to try and keep it close and not be super offensive Man, and give up those reattacks. I I hear you, but like Franklin Gomez wrestling more defensively is not like the, this huge departure that I think it is Correct. for for Zahid. And yes, and I do agree. I was speaking more broadly no, in no. the best game plan to beat Jordan Bros. I don't think the best game plan to beat Jordan Burroughs is strain off of what you normally do yeah. as well. So, and all right, tricky. The one match that Dake beat Burroughs, he had the big four. And then he just coasted. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of – but he had this – he had a crazy step out, I think, in the beginning um, where, if I'm remembering correctly, 
they were kind of run together in the Dake Burroughs saga, but like he had one where I think he was on the edge and then he ended up kind of olaying Burroughs. Couldn't remember. I may I may need to rewatch that match. But. Yes, I do believe the case. And also that four, it was just off of like a single leg onto quad pod. Yeah. Big four. That was pretty ridiculous. Okay. Uh, so, man, excited for, excited for Saturday. I can't believe we're going to get to watch those two. Um, do we want to want to transition to questions and maybe hit the rest of the card tomorrow on sure. FRL? Is that cool? Yeah. Although, Bracky put in some sad news here about Britney Spears. I don't know if you want to. Uh, yeah, I'll, just, I'll cover real quick. Try not to uh, get too emotionally. Yeah. It doesn't look like um, she's going to win the case to get her life back from her father in this unfair conservatorship. Um, there is another hearing in December, but it's not looking not looking good for Britney. It's not. No. Dang it. Leave Britney alone, I say. Just she's thirty eight years years old. She, oh my she gosh. can control her own life. What are we doing here? It's ridiculous. She 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 must be somewhat nuts or something. There's gotta be something going on there. She is fine. Okay. She didn't she You would be a little crazy too if your dad has complete control of every move of your life and just keeps you locked in a house. Yeah, that would be bad. That would mess with my head. Yeah. She's ready to be free. Yeah, maybe. It's unfortunate. Maybe she burned the gym down on purpose to try to escape. That doesn't help. No, she did it to escape. To cry for help. And it's working. The Free Britney movement is is gaining steam, man. They have all kinds of protests outside. There's another hearing in December, JD. It's not looking good. Listen, I'm not giving up. Are you giving up? Sounds like you're giving up, quitter. I'm not Um, giving up. But there's protests outside of every, every... Hearing at the courthouse, it's going to change. All right. Well, we're, we're going to do our part here for Brittany. Yeah. I know that much. Uh, okay. Let's get to some questions from our friends. Okay. Did Bracky do an alien hour last week? If not, can we expect him to bring some heat this week? Yes. Yes, you can. I did not last week. Do you have a tease? No, I did not. He doesn't have a tease. He'll get it. Um, what are the weight classes for each of the matches on the JB Zahid match? I think he means card uh so jordan and zahid are wrestling at 185 correct um, we need to look at the other ones kyvin gadson call more 97 kilos kayla miracle anna godina 62 kilos sammy sasso tyler berger 160 pounds ali reagan Dorian louise big sammy big sammy uh that would be at 59 kilos d'angelo hancock and alan vera is 103 kilos and anthony etchemendia evan henderson is 67 kilos so etchemendia is yeah okay so plus two there for for Etchemendia Henderson. The the Vera thing is really interesting to me because he's going up like what? Fifteen kilos to wrestle? That's that's Yes. Um people in the office are he's giving up like thir- he will weigh not Say eighty-seven my name, kilograms. JD. <laughs> people in the office are me. Yes, like think that Vera should maybe even be the favorite. And I'm like, no, he's giving up 30 pounds to Jangelo Hancock, who is coming down. Jangelo Hancock walks around probably 106 kilograms. So he's coming down to make this. Vera's going to weigh in at like, I don't know, 90 kilos maybe? Mm, maybe. I don't know. But you, but you know what you haven't weighed? His heart. That, that is true. It probably weighs like six pounds, though. <laughs> that was, I don't think hearts weigh that much. Can, My heart does. If so, it's, you, have, you have some sort of condition, I'm sure. It's, <laughs> you're, you're at risk. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think he's so good. I think it's... He is <laughs> very good, and it's very <laughs> intriguing. Hearts really weigh around 10 ounces. Yeah. So just... <laughs> Ten ounces. Hearts. Your heart can weigh between seven and fifteen ounces. A man's heart weighs on average around ten ten ounces, and a woman's heart weighs around eight ounces. Mine's got to be at least a pound. I'm pretty sure. Pumps a lot. One. <laughs> he just looked up cow's heart weight. A cow's heart weighs five pounds. <laughs> JD thought they weighed six. Back up off me. For humans. Okay. Um. No, pragmatically, you were probably that. you were probably right, JD. That that is just a tremendous amount of weight to give up. But also, the fact that Vera would do this makes me wonder. Um, you know, does I'm sure they've trained together, right? 
Would you not believe? Would you Would you think that? Uh, is he in Colorado? Is Vera in Colorado Springs now? I'm he sure they have been at some point, though, probably. like together at a training camp. And he's been here since 2016? Yep. I don't know. That makes me think maybe he knows something. Or maybe he's like, you know what, I, I beat Joe Rao. I kind of know where I'm at it's at this point. kind of like the Burroughs thing. Like, why not? Why not? If we're... If he can make some money wrestling a match at a weight class that does not affect his Olympic trials seating or anything like that. You want to throw some more push-ups on it? Oh. Yeah. All right. I'll go another 50. Okay. <laughs> All right. Put her there, partner. That's 100 push-ups on the line. So oh my JD gosh. thinks Hancock. You think Vera. Yeah. Correct? Right? Okay. I've got Dom Demas. He's got Max Murin. Only if they win, though, right? It's not like who outplaces who? Correct. Okay. Even though I'll claim victory if Dom. And then if Max Mirren outplays him, I will say that wasn't the deal. That was erroneous. Yeah, we, that was erroneous. We will say if one <clears throat> wins without them hitting, that counts. But okay. it's like if one gets second, one gets third, that doesn't count. Right. So one could get second, one could get eighth, that wouldn't count. If they Correct. wrestle and one of them wins, it counts. Or if one of them wins the tournament, it counts. Yes. Okay. Those are the details. Those, that's the details of the deal. Um. This legal audience, right? Yeah, here. this is it. So you are our witnesses. Kyle is a witness. Tyler. We're all witnesses. Yeah, we're all witnesses. LeBron James as well. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, oh, man. Are we, go- are we going back into this? I put it in the doc, so I guess we, we are. And I just went and looked. <laughs> yeah, and you looked it up. So Also, uh, if we could play this video, it's tremendous as well. It really is. It's something. Um, so Adam Rush says, please look at Gable's comment on Wrestler's Grind on Instagram. And um, so if you pull that over, uh, well, you really need to see the video. So maybe we'll play that. Uh, We're sending that to Tyler as we speak. But basically, it's this Russian youth match, and the kid loses, and he punches the kid in the face, and they almost get in a little fight. And so Gable Stevenson gets on the gram and says, A.J. Ford focus after I make him my son, which (laughs) – that's a great comment. It did not work out well for Kamal Bay, though. Oh, yeah. well, he called him a Honda Civic. But same kind of. Well, I'm just saying uh, American-made versus, I don't know. Who's, who's to say? Mark Bader drives a Focus. Yeah, all right, here's the video. It's, it's pretty juicy. It's not. This is it's also kind of terrible. <laughs> so you got a hand raise, shake Boom. hand. Boom! With the <laughs> left hand. hard. And then Young young Buck is kick. on him. It was on, yeah. They got some kicks. They split him up. What's hilarious it's just about this just like pick, is, pick him up and like, like stop. that just wasn't a big deal to them. Like, God, no one there freaked out. Like, that happens in America. People are freaking out. Th- that the, the the small child's getting tackled by an angry mom. Right. If, if that happens. There's an, yeah, there's probably an all And then, like, like, parents this is just fight, like, and then a, the yeah. parents fight Listen, as well. If that happened to Caleb, I would have to fight that dad. That would just probably but happen. You know, Russian right? boys will be boys. You know what? We, it's just, we, I would just look at it. I guess we have to fight now. Because <laughs> there's somewhere I got to put this energy. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. And Gable saying, AJ Ford, focus after I make him my son. It's so funny. Uh, when also, she'll... you know, Mark Bader drives a Ford Focus. I feel like this is kind of shots fired at a quality made automobile. Hey, I my first car was a Honda Civic. I enjoyed it very so much. So was mine. Ninety one hatchback. Two thousand two. Listen, it, it's right. it's just uh, it's just you know, his name Ferrari. A Ferrari, a Ford Focus is not a Ferrari. You're right. It's clearly a downgrade. One, Ford, although, ver- Ford versus Ferrari. Although, we're talking about Kyle Brackey, who once thought a Mazda Miata was a Maserati. That was simple. Miatas are badass. I kind of want one. <laughs> that was I, see, I see people driving around in their little go-kart That was Miatas. me just getting the words mixed up. That was no big deal. I don't know. I kind of think I kind of think you thought it was. No, a... I literally just got the words mixed up. That was all it was. All right. And everyone is... freaked out and lost their minds. It was really funny. Um, but yeah, I could see JD. JD already has a uh, uh, a moped. Yes, I do. So I think the the Miata would really complete the the JD aesthetic. Gonna, yeah, work up to my third vehicle. Got the pickup, the moped. I need a convertible. You need, <laughs> especially in Austin. It's you the could, right environment. You could drive with a, in in Iowa. There's probably not a lot of Miatas driving no. around because you. Can I know dr- one. You, huh? I know one of them. Who? 
The not in Texas guy. The he, Miata? I said I said in Iowa. Is he in Iowa now? Oh, I thought he said here in Austin. Oh, no, no. no, there's a lot of Miatas here. Oh, it's Miata Central. <laughs> <laughs> Hipsters love driving ironic vehicles. This is JD's a hipster. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I live on South Congress. I see a lot of Miatas driving up. Yeah, so you're you're getting yeah, South Congress is like hipster <laughs> ground zero for maybe America. Yes. It is it is true. Lots of yuppie scum. Oh wow! Yikes! Jeez! Man. I don't know why I said scum. Yeah, they're not, they're not scum. No, I okay. very much like it there. But I, I was saying, it's funny when you see kids like get this angry at this age of mm-hmm. like seven because they don't even realize like winning or losing, like necess- like or like the importance of it. It's just like, darn, this kid got his hand raised. Like they're mad. They yeah, didn't get the thing. They can't like control it. It's just like ah, ah, I need to hit you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good, good teachable moment there, I guess. Uh, although teaching him prior would have been helpful. Um, okay, when is Ben going to open a club in the Pacific Northwest? I don't know. He needs to open one in Austin, Texas first. Um, those are the rules. Sorry. Ben was, ben was in the Facebook chat earlier. Was from, he? From Qatar. Wow. They don't block it there, I guess. No. Cool. Finals matches at... NC- oh, wait, we should bank this one. Finals matches at... Each weight at NCAs this year. Discuss if it please you. I feel like we should wait till closer to the season. We should. We should. Just do a whole show on that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, and so, who's going to wrestle? Like, yeah, all. <laughs> Everybody. 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 Uh, Ashley Clark, obvious matchup alert. Can the young gun, Andrew Liras, beat the, e- the easy gasser, Musakayev, <laughs> with or without a mask at Wyoming Wrestling? Set it up. I think we should, Ashley. I think we should. I think we. I think. I think. Why Laramie should be like ground zero for all our, our, our gas tank challenges. Greeley's elevation got to be. Yeah, Greeley's is four thousand six hundred seventy-five. Where was the one? Cheyenne was that the famous uh, Oklahoma State Wyoming Wyoming duel, right? Mm-hmm. And it's has higher elevation, I believe, than Laramie. No, it does not. Okay, made it up, but. <laughs> Lair, so Laramie's over seven thousand. We learned yesterday. I believe Laramie is the wow. highest division, like Division One campus. Yes. Um. Okay. So I'm back with Ground Zero and Laramie, Laradice, and I think that would be great. I sometimes just think about Musakai being up nine on Yanni, and then him cautioning him out, and it just brings me joy. You know what? You know what I'm thinking about. Gas Tank Gary should should go to Wyoming. Oh yeah! Can you imagine one? They would love him. That's just putting Two. him on diesel. <laughs> yeah, I mean he it, he would not lose a, a home duel. No way. No two ways about it. Um, yeah. So just something to keep in mind, young Gary. All right. Um, what are our thoughts on uh, Askren flexing his first class plane flight on his Instagram story? I did not see this. I well, I mean, it's I, typical white collar Ben. Yes, you know he's not a man of the people. No, I I would guess that the uh, you know he's doing the Asian Apprentice. So they probably hooked him up. They probably hooked him up. I think Ben. I don't think Ben normally flies first class. Um, I'm watching it, but up. maybe for that international, is, that is quite nice. I could dang, he's really balling. Listen, this is this is what happens when you're a a media mogul and a young male model superstar. Andy got lounge. Yeah, that's a nice lounge. He's he's uh he's eating it up. So if you if you're someone that flies first class all the time, you're not making as big a deal about it. So yeah, I, I feel like Ben is uh is normally back. See, like me, you never see me post post how I chill in the lounge, like when I'm in airport lounges, because it's just standard procedure. You're just a me. lounge vet. Yeah. See, but Ben, I bet Ben doesn't ever do the basic economy. I bet he always goes at least main cabin. Those Probably. are some choices we have to make sometimes. Uh, all right. When are we going to start seeing teams put out their schedules for the upcoming season? Oklahoma already has. They took it down. Okay. There Oklahoma it went. redacted. Redacted. They probably were not supposed to do that. Yeah, probably not. Um, well, I probably not. I would assume sometime in the next month. They're going to start wrestling January 1. Hopefully, yeah. Does Gabe Dean challenge David Taylor? Uh, ben, they want the odds from Ben. He's not here. I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think 
so either David Taylor is David is <laughs> on the level from everybody. Yeah, we need... Especially just, here in the U.S. Yeah. Unless the name is Snyder, Cox, Burroughs, Dake. I'm not really... I, I would I would literally might say he would tech anyone not on that list. Quigley, if he will. Well, not I'm tech just saying Craig domestically. Oh, yes. um, but yeah, there's certainly uh, there is. Okay, which Penn State wrestler has the best chance of beating Kale in his prime? Weight not a factor. Kerry the... McCoy. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> weight not a factor. Yeah. Weight like not a, a factor. Weight. Listen, if we're trying to really beat Kale, we got to go big here. Kerry McCoy is a Hodge Trophy winner, a heavyweight. Yeah. Very large person, very great wrestler. So I think he's the best answer. He, Jimmy Lawson, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Jimmy Gillibon, maybe mm, preseason number one, hundred forty-one pounder <laughs> in the darn country. Right, darn right he was. <laughs> darn right, one of my best rankings ever. Uh, Would? I don't know, maybe Ed Ruth. Come on, I don't know, man. There's not many like. It's either Jimmy Lawson or Kerry McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry McCoy is a good answer just because of the size. Yeah. Like, not Phil Davis. Not no. Bo. Not, I mean, David said he's still the best guy in the room right now. I need someone huge. 2004 Kale Sanderson versus 2021 David Taylor. We'll see. I haven't seen that guy yet. We are still in the year. Yeah, that's 2020. true. We have not seen David Taylor yet yeah. in 2021. 2019. 2018, 2020, David Taylor. Well, well I, I literally saying, asked yeah. David in July who wins. He still says Kale's the best guy in the room. He says the best guy in the room. Okay, yes, but imagine... like When he was even better in 2004? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Imagine when Kale wasn't 40. We also hear that Brands beats up on Marinelli. No, I saw we that. Saw we saw that we, happen. No, we exactly. saw that with and our two if, own are eyes. Are you saying that Mar you pick if they wrestle like... Tom Brands and Marinelli, they've Terry. It was Terry. It was Terry. They've never met and wrestled a match. Brands would win. Yes. I mean, I saw. No, it's it. just the Big Brother thing, <laughs> the coach aspect. You think if you if he stared across from him, he'd if be like, he was like, "Oh, this guy's not my coach. Now I can beat him." Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. This is I, a nomad take. JD. No, coaches <laughs> are absolutely more likely to beat like their. They're athlete than if they weren't. Listen, one, one thing to remember, this is this was true freshman Marinelli when we were in pull the bull mode. We thought they, they, they should have wrestled him. Um, so it's not like he reached his full form at that point. But still, it happened. It was, yeah, I think it's a real thing. Yeah, it is a real thing that coaches beat up on their athletes. <sighs> I don't know if we can get you off this. But. Right. Well, if Kale <laughs> if if is still beating David Taylor, he should come out of retirement and go win a gold medal. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he wants to coach. And he did that in 2011. Yeah, and he didn't win. I know. <laughs> he took fifth. Listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not appreciating the energy Are you right saying? Now. Well, it doesn't mean that he's not, still not the best guy in the room. Yeah, it doesn't Just because he's fifth in the world doesn't mean he still can't be the best guy in the room. David Taylor's the best guy in the world. David clearly can't beat him. Yeah. Yeah, are you saying? <clears throat> also, that was an eighty-four for Kale. He's too big for that. Maybe that. I think the cut may have had a an impact on him. You never know. Also, he should have at least got bronze. He got there's some really weird calls in that match. Um, yes, that is true. And he got Sharif off, I believe, in that. Who is? Only Defeated Kyle Snyder as well. And Jaden Cox. Yes. Only beats Americans. He just <clears throat> beats our, our legends. Like Loki. This dude, this dude beats <laughs> Jaden Cox, Kale Sanderson, and Kyle Snyder. The only person in the world who can probably say that. Um. Yeah. Dake, Dake's got or no, Dake's got, no, no one's done that. Um Okay. Now he just needs to be Sudge Live. What your Bracky's pointing to something funny, but I yeah. You don't want to share. Michael Chason says, Nomad take. Wow. Facebook chat. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that. It's uh, all right. You've done a lot of FRLs without having a Nomad take, so that's good. It happens. This is just known that coaches beat up their athletes. Like, maybe they shouldn't. Eh, never mind. All right. We're going to go. We're <laughs> we got to go. We got to get <laughs> out of here. We got breakfast tacos. We got tacos waiting. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm happy again. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back I'm like tomorrow. I like Stanley Hudson on Bagel Day. <clears throat> 
Oh, <laughs> for yeah. Breakfast, on breakfast taco day. Yeah. We're all excited for that. We're excited for this weekend. The athletes start getting into town today, I do believe. Oh, wow. So that's exciting. Lots of good stuff to come. Who knows what nuggets Mike Niles going to drop and not tell anyone about. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Happy Veterans Day once again. Thank you for your service. Yes, absolutely. See you tomorrow.